Welcome to the Selfish Confidence Podcast, a place where we can connect and be real about how hard it is to be your damn self. My name is Jess, and I'm an entrepreneur with a goal to be as confident in public as I am cuddled up on the couch. So let's take action and build our self-confidence, because when you start believing in yourself, magic happens. This podcast is filled with topics to help you stop playing small and start shining your light, because girl, you deserve better. We'll be chatting through barriers with our mindset, health, and how to start living a life you're obsessed with. Are you with me? Let's do this together. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Selfish Confidence Podcast. This week, we are talking about how to thrive through the holidays. We're not talking about surviving. We want to thrive through the holidays by prioritizing your mental health. And I am feeling the cold today. I am curled up here on the floor with my blanket. I got my hot cocoa. I am covered in a scarf. I am actually surprised at how cold it is right now. And I know winter isn't even here yet. So I'm not totally ready. I don't know about you, but I am not ready. When it comes to this season and the holidays, the cold kind of just comes with it. So happy holidays to you. And even though I still have one more episode before Christmas happens next week, this idea of thriving through the holidays has really been on my heart. And I don't know about you, but it's really the busyness and the hustle before the holidays that stresses me out the most. It's not really the day itself or the travel, or any of those things. It's really the leading up to it, the to-do list, and all the things that we've been talking about. I originally wanted to create an episode about surviving the holidays, but I really want to work with you to stop just getting by and really dive into feeling like you're thriving this time of year and thriving through your life, not just like, oh, well, you know... I'm okay. We're not going to be okay. Like, let's strive for great. And that's how we thrive through the holidays. But it's really hard, especially when you have this long to do list of a hundred things and you need to finish it. And you're the glue of your family. And there's so much that you have to do. And nobody's helping you. And all of the stress, like, it is so hard. So, trying to find a way to survive and let alone enjoy the process is really hard. But we're going to talk about that today. And maybe you're listening to this and you're thinking like, this isn't an issue for me, Jess. Like Christmas is my season. I am wearing my beautiful Christmas sweaters. I am all out. I'm ready for the Christmas parties. I'm ready for the Christmas fun. And like shout out to my Christmas elves. Like I am so proud of you. You're so organized. You have all your things done and you're just like hyped on holiday eggnog and enjoying the process. Like kudos to you. And I love this time of year, but I'm not organized. And I just said to Glenn, my husband last night that we needed to both start and finish our holiday shopping this weekend because after this weekend, it's Christmas. So um, normally I'm very organized and I have things done. And I felt like even when I was away, I was prepared a bit more for the holidays than I am this year. And my brain is just like in squirrel mode. There's so many things going on with house hunting and, and building a new business and this podcast and my crazy puppy and following the new restrictions that keep changing every single day. My brain is just in squirrel mode and it's not at its peak. But let's dive into the holiday hustle and how prioritizing your mental health, even in this craziest season, can really make a big difference for how you thrive. So let me ask you, on a scale of 1 to 10, how is your current self-care routine? How are you currently dealing with the emotions of this past year? And how's your physical health? And on a scale of 1 to 10, how have you been showing up as the Christmas elf for your family? 
Have you been putting more effort into the holiday hustle than you have into your own health? And I don't ask you that to put you on the spot and to stress you out even more and to make you feel guilty. I ask you that and to put into perspective where your focus is right now. And I totally get that this is like all a part of Christmas, like quote unquote, this is all a part of it. This is the hustle is a part of Christmas, but is it? Has 2020 and 2021 taught us nothing? Or maybe we're just trying to make up for that lost time. There is so much pressure happening right now around the holidays. And even without the stress of COVID, the holidays are hard on our mental health. The National Alliance of Mental Illness did a study back in 2014 that reported approximately 24% of people with diagnosed mental illness find that the holidays make their condition a lot worse, and 40% said somewhat worse. And I can only imagine that percentage being so much higher today due to the extra circumstances that we're living in, aka a global freaking pandemic. Like, we can be so over covid but that doesn't mean that it isn't affecting our mental health. And I actually think when we're saying like, I don't care when it comes to COVID, that mentality is just like a coping mechanism for all the craziness going on. But that's another podcast for another day. But that's how we're feeling right now. When we're so over all of this stress, it really is a coping mechanism to help us get through the stress that's happening now and the stress that's going to come while we're still living in a pandemic. So if you're one of those people who are affected by the holiday hustle and the extra stress, and you've noticed some fluctuations in your mental health, here are some tips to put your mental health first this season. Number one, know your triggers. Do you actually know what amplifies your symptoms? Are there certain people? Certain foods, certain situations. What about alcohol? Does it make your symptoms worse? Does it make your symptoms better? Take a moment today to just like write all of the things down before you put yourself in the hustle and bustle of the holiday season. Write down what those triggers are. Um, And there's going to be different situations and different scenarios. And like, I really challenge you to think about all the different areas about the holidays that bring you joy, but also the ones that really stress you out and focus on those ones. Because once you know those triggers, you can learn to avoid them. You can learn to adapt to them. You can kind of plan your life around knowing how to avoid those situations because this time of year, we're not going to be focused on the negative parts of Christmas. If you want to put your mental health first, it's so important that you focus on finding the joyful moments, but knowing what those triggers are are a huge part of it because once you know them, you can avoid them. And so for me, I know certain triggers. Alcohol can be a trigger for me. Um, Different foods actually increase my anxiety quite a bit. Um, And I know that there's certain situations, there's certain people, there's so many different areas of Christmas that I just know how to control my situation a lot more. That's going to make Christmas more enjoyable for me. And that's so important. This is your holiday. And if you're not enjoying those moments, then like, what's the point in going to your family dinner, right? Just for free turkey? Like, heck no, we're not going to do that. Try to find those moments that you can avoid and different things that you can adjust. But it takes sitting down, journaling, and figuring out what those triggers are for you. Number two is make time for yourself and plan those self-care pockets. If you have a long back-to-back family day, maybe you have multiple families that you have to see in one day, you have the busyness of multiple turkey dinners or whatever it is that you know is going to just overwhelm your system, find the pockets for when you can recharge. And if you're an introvert like me, it's so important that you do this. You need the rest. You need to recharge those batteries in order to be able to do Christmas harder and to enjoy those moments and to show up the way that you want to show up for people 
you need to find those moments where you can recharge your batteries. So lock yourself in your room and throw that guilt away. And you don't owe anyone 100% of your time and attention. And I don't care if you're the glue of your family and you do it all and you're the person who is in control, you're the ringleader, and you do not have 15 minutes to take a break. Plan your breaks, especially if you're the glue, because it's so important that you recharge your battery so you can show up for your family how you want and like without the guilt, without the guilt. Um, I actually face this a lot. Sometimes I just need 15 minutes, even a half an hour to like take a nap and to lay down and to recharge or even just read or check my phone, whatever it is that's going to help me to show up better. I will take that half an hour. It's so important to me and you really do deserve this time. So find it. Maybe it's getting up before the kids. Maybe that's um, at lunchtime when everybody's eating. You can just like slip away for a few minutes. Whatever you need to do, just remind yourself that you are not, you do not owe anyone your time. You only owe it to yourself. And I think the holidays put this extra pressure on us too, because oftentimes we have guests coming over or we're going to guest parties. Um, I don't care if you lock yourself in the bathroom and people think you're pooping, like get that time in. And if that's the only time you can do it is if you're pretending to poop, like just pretend to poop, like take those 15 minutes, bring your phone with you, relax, do a quick meditation in the bathroom or turn the shower on, take a longer shower than you need to. How I, I really think it's important that you plan and schedule these self-care pockets. But if you're the type of person who's like, I can't even get 15 minutes away, Jess, go take a long poop. Okay. Number three, Let's talk food, let's talk diet culture, let's talk all of those restrictions that you've already placed on yourself with the holidays, with that I'll wait till the new year mindset. And this is a sensitive subject because I don't want to put any restrictions on anyone, but say this with me. There is no such thing as bad food. The best thing I ever did for my mental health was to create a better relationship with my nutrition, and that started with getting rid of those labels of good food and bad food. It's all just food. There's no such thing. A cupcake is not bad or good. It has no emotions. It has no actions. It's just food. And I know that's easier said than done. And it isn't going to happen overnight. So even with just this small little tip to tell you to say, like, there's no such thing as good and bad food, isn't going to erase those years of this mindset and diet culture that we've been thrown into over and over again. So if you're struggling with nutrition and your mindset before the holidays, I know it will still be a struggle during the holidays, but try your best to put a different perspective on it. Walk into your holidays with a different mindset. Talk to yourself about it before you go to the big family dinner. Talk to yourself about it and say, I'm not going to have any restrictions today. And even when you're, and this will come up, even when you're going around and you're doing a little like buffet line, you're putting turkey on your plate and you're tur- putting stuffing and you might have a thought in your head like, oh, I shouldn't eat this much or I shouldn't go back for seconds. I want to remind you that you are deserving and you are worthy of food. You don't have to do certain activities. You don't have to, you know, earn your food, especially on the holidays. I want you to really enjoy it and take that time. If, if the meal and the time that you get to spend with your family is really important to you and you see that as a highlight of your Christmas, don't go into it with any restrictions of food. Like just enjoy the moments, focus on the people who are there, focus on the things that you love about those moments and those memories. Because when you go to your grave, you're not going to be thinking that you ate too much. 
you shouldn't have had that second piece of cake. Your your pants were too tight. You didn't feel good in your outfit. You're not going to be thinking about this, those things when you go to your grave. You're going to be thinking about the memories that you have with your family and the time that you enjoyed at Christmas. And you got to wear those cute little hats from the Christmas crackers and you ate a little bit of extra cake and that was fine because it was so delicious. And, you know, maybe this is the last year that someone makes a certain cake for you and you only get to enjoy it one more time. Do you really want to remember next year and be like, oh, you know, I want to remember those good memories when it comes to certain foods because foods do have memories for us. So if that's you this season and you are already worried about those meals that you have and the extra stress that comes with it, and like this isn't a free pass to go crazy for the next two weeks and enjoy, you know, 18 candy bars every single day, this is a moment for you to really reflect and enjoy the memories that come with Christmas, and those memories do include food. Keep in mind too, though, the triggers that we talked about above. So if if any of the triggers that you had included alcohol or food, remember that when it comes to this holiday dinner and how you can avoid those certain things. So for me, again, like there are certain foods that heighten my anxiety a lot. It might be extra coffee. Um, dairy actually does it for me as well. Avoid those things and focus on the things that you can enjoy without putting your mental health on the back burner. So throw that food guilt out the window. Remember that there's no such thing as good or bad foods. And overindulgence can lead and add to extra stress in your life. So remember that too as you go into those big dinners. That if you're trying to put your mental health first, that maybe you should look at those triggers and see if there's anything there that might play a part in it. But really enjoy those memories and those moments when it comes to your food at the holidays. Number four, learn to say no. And we actually read a book recently in our book club called Not Nice, which talked about people pleasing. And if you are struggling with people pleasing around the holidays, I really do suggest that book. Send me a message and I will send you a picture of it so that you can add it to your list. It is so good and it is transforming how I'm going into the holidays and what I'm saying yes to and what I'm saying no to. And saying yes when you should be saying no can leave you feeling resentful and overwhelmed this time of year. Any any time of year, let's be real. When you say yes to things that truly in your heart and your gut is saying no, it's going to leave you feeling really crappy. There was one quote that I saw once that said, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. Okay? Remember that. This season, as you go into the holidays, if someone asks you to do something, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. So with friends and colleagues and family members, they'll all understand if you can't participate in every project or activity. You can't do it all. We know that. And if it's not possible to say no when your boss asks you to work overtime, try to remove something else from your agenda to make up for lost time. So like plan accordingly if you know, there might, oh, so-and-so might message me about this and I can't really say no. Like plan it accordingly and do the best you can. But set those boundaries. If there's certain family members, you know, they're going to ask you to do certain things and you hate doing it every year. Maybe it's your family Christmas photo. Like let's put this into perspective for a minute. Maybe it's your family Christmas photo and your family loves to get everyone in the same pajamas and take a big photo. And for you, you hate it. You dread putting on those pajamas. You dread doing the family photo. You hate who you have to sit beside and you hate the stress that it brings. And it's just like a really bad situation. It's okay to say no. Say, no, I don't feel like participating in the photo this year. It's going to be okay. Of course, someone's going to be disappointed, but you're not in charge of their feelings. You Just because you said no and they were hurt, that's something on them. And remember that as you go into the holidays. Unfortunately, we're going to hurt some people's feelings if we set boundaries and we stick to those boundaries. But that's for them to figure out. 
You set the boundary and that's so important and I'm so proud of you for that. So remember, it's okay to say no to different situations this Christmas that make you feel uncomfortable. Number five, take control of the holidays. This is your holiday, so ask yourself, what do I want? And I know that's a really hard question and we've talked about that before on this podcast, trying to figure out and navigate what you really want. But when it comes to the holidays, and again, too, a couple episodes ago when we talked about visualization, ask yourself what you want. Do a little journal prompt, do a little bit of visualization and trying to figure out what the perfect holiday looks like to you. What are the things you want to say yes to? What are the things you want to say no to? And really hone in on how important it is that you visualize and you plan for the things that you want to do. Don't let the holidays become something that you dread. Instead, take those steps to prevent the stress and the depression that happens around this time of year. Learn to recognize your holiday triggers that we talked about in point number one such as financial pressures, let's add that onto the list, personal demands, things that we've been putting on our shoulders or other people put on our shoulders, and learn those triggers so that you can combat them before you have a meltdown. With a little planning and some positive thinking, you can find peace and joy during the holidays. And it's so important that you really do remember that it's your holiday. This is your Christmas. And of course, there's different things that are going to come that we have to do or we feel like we have to do but take a moment to put that into perspective is it something that you really want to do and if it is great like let's add it to the list this is your holiday we're going to make it the best christmas ever by focusing on you and your mental health and the things that bring you joy prioritize the things that make you feel good about the holidays what are the things that you're looking forward to what are the things that you're dreading do more of the things that bring you joy and less of the things that bring you down easy right but Unless you ask yourself the question, what do you want? And as a formal people pleaser, I have always struggled with this question. It's like, oh, what do you want? Oh, whatever you want. Like, no, what do you actually want? What are the things that really you're looking forward to this season? And write them out. And if you have to ask someone for something, ask Santa. That's what Christmas is all about. You're supposed to be asking people for the things that you actually want instead of just getting the pair of socks that you didn't actually want. But because you didn't tell anyone what you wanted, let me call you out for a second. I'm calling myself out on this one. Because you didn't tell someone what you actually wanted, you don't, you won't get it, right? It's always, the answer is always no, unless you ask. So as you focus on what you actually want this season, ask for what you want because that's the only way that that it can happen. And a lot of the time, especially with parents, my parents in particular, like I know all they want is for me to be happy. They want me to have a happy Christmas. They've always wanted me to have a happy Christmas. And unless I tell them what I actually want or what would work better for our family or what we can actually do, they don't know. They're not mind readers. They can't figure it out without me telling them. So remember that. Your spouse can't read your mind. If there's something that you really want for Christmas, if there's a memory you really want to make this Christmas, find the time to ask for it. Like get get the courage to ask for what you actually want. Remember above everything that this is your Christmas and the only way to thrive this season is to remember that you're in control. You are in control of all of your triggers. You're in control of how you show up. You're in control. There's so many things we're not in control of. Let's be real right now. But you're in control of your mental health and you can do the best you can this season to make it a priority to put yourself first. 
And I challenge you to do that. If you do this season, if you put yourself first, even for one minute, I want you to send me a message and be like, Jess, I put myself first. I, you know, told my husband I really wanted to have a gingerbread house and he never likes to do it, but he agreed to do it because it was something that I really wanted. Like, send me that message. And I will be, I will be celebrating with you because it's those little wins every time that we take that little step to put our mental health first or to put the things that we want first. Did you hear that? My cat's in here. (laughs) Every time you put those little things together, it makes a big difference over time. And I want to celebrate that with you. So let's repeat those five tips that I had for you. First, learn what your triggers are. Second, plan your self-care pockets throughout the holidays. Third, enjoy your treats. Christmas comes only once a year. Four, set your boundaries and learn to say no. And five, take control of your holidays. What do you want? And that's a wrap. Those are the tips that are really going to help you to put your mental health first this season. And I know, like, trust me, I know, I feel you, it's not going to be easy. And if you listen to all those tips and you're like, yeah, okay, Jess, great. I'll do that right away in a sarcastic voice. Like, send me a message and let's talk it out too, because you can do this. It's not going to be easy and there's so many things, again, that we can't control, but what you can control is how you take care of yourself and your health and your mental health and prioritizing that so that you can thrive this season even after the difficult year we've had. So I love you so much. I am so glad you're here and I'm grateful every time that you listen to this episode, you listen to this podcast. Happy holidays to you and I wish you all the best and all the happiness this season as we move to making ourselves a priority in 2022, right now in Christmas and next year in 2022. Thank you so much for listening today. If you connected with this episode, it would mean the world if you shared it with a friend or on your social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for getting the word out. I'm so grateful you're here with me and don't forget, you are the magic. It's time to shine.